beyond the pale. It wasn't easy to get her to agree, Daisy admitted. Haven't you collected enough follies for your book to skip this one? We have towers, temples, cloisters, pillars, and fake medieval ruins aplenty. Even a campanile, but not a single grotto. Appsworth has the best grotto in the country. There are a couple of others, but they've rather been let go to rack and ruin. Mr. Pritchard. Of Pritchard's plumbing products. Alec laughed again. The man behind the blue PPP insignia in half the wash basins and lavatories in the country. Instigator of a million vulgar jokes. Lucy seems to think it makes it worse that it's one of the biggest concerns in the country. Our Mr. Pritchard is semi-retired and chairman of the board or something of the kind, I believe. But if he weren't so successful, he wouldn't be rich enough to have bought Appsworth Hall and done a marvellous job of restoring the grotto. Or so we've heard. All modern plumbing. His teasing grin made Daisy's lips twitch, but she said, It wouldn't surprise me in the least. There's a stream running through it, and it's chalk and limestone country. The Marlborough Downs, where streams tend to appear and disappear whenever they feel like it. Do you have to go this week? March isn't the best time of year for outdoor photography, but our publisher is baying at our heels. Besides, we're invited for this week, for the long weekend, and having accepted, one can't simply say, oh, sorry, it's rather inconvenient, may we come next week. That's another reason it wouldn't be at all a thing to duck out and come home for the weekend. I could ring up when I know whether I'm really getting time off and claim a family emergency. Darling, I'm shocked, she told him severely. A policeman inventing an alibi? Well, not an alibi exactly, but I call it disgraceful. What is the world coming to? I'll tell you what, though. When I get down there, I'll see if I can catch an invitation for you to join us. All I wanted, he said mournfully, is a quiet day at home with you and the babies. Oh, dear. I can't very well expect the poor man to invite the twins and Nurse Gilpin, too. No, that would be a bit much. How on earth did you manage to wangle an invitation from Pritchard's plumbing in the first place? It's a long story involving a cousin of Gerald's in the Ministry of Health, an old school friend, Mr. Pritchard's fondness for titles, and... But you're going to be late, darling. In spite of her reluctance, it's Lucy's doing. I'm not sure I've got it all straight, and you wouldn't believe it anyway. Alec came round the table and kissed her. I wouldn't believe it from anyone but you, love. You're leaving this afternoon? Yes, Lucy's coming to lunch, then we're driving down. Lucy's driving? At her nod, he groaned. You may need our car. True. Ring up this evening to tell me you got there safely, will you? Leave a message if I'm not home yet. Righto, darling. Daisy stood up and gave him a hug. I'll 
I'll probably see you Sunday evening. We can stretch the weekend till Monday if necessary, but Lucy's not likely to want to, as long as we have decent weather for her shots. Unless you'll come to join us. I'll leave it to you to assess the situation. It's up to you to decide whether I want to meet the bathroom king, work permitting, and whether he wants to meet me. Alec went off to catch criminals, and Daisy went up to the nursery. Mrs. Gilpin ruled the nursery, but she had long since been induced to concede that Daisy and Alec might visit Miranda and Oliver whenever they chose. They were even allowed to take their own children out for a walk without nurse tagging along, though the nursery maid, Bertha, usually acted as her deputy. Nonetheless, Nurse Gilpin was always cock-a-hoop when Daisy went out of town for a few days, as her work sometimes required.